0: Oh
1: Voice of Islam Radio Three days that Ahmadi Muslims celebrate and are they contrary to the teachings of Islam? Now, these three days, at first, face value, seem to be more pertinent to the calendar of the Ahmadi Muslim community. But in reality, when we look a little bit deeper and understand the wider connotation, we understand that they are important, not just to the Ahmadi Muslims, but indeed to Muslims across the world and indeed theists throughout the globe. These three days, namely celebrating the day of the promised Messiah, celebrating the day of the promised son, and celebrating the institution of Khilafat or Caliphate, are such that are incredibly important in our day-to-day religion. But they're important also because of the fact that they refer to prophecies made by the founder of Islam, the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon him. It was he that said that these events would occur. The promised Messiah, for example, the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon him, said that in the latter days, an eschatological figure or a figure in the latter days would emerge to rejoin man with man, but also man with God. And therefore, we celebrate the fact that this grand prophecy made almost a millennia and a half ago has come true. The allegation that uh, is the celebration of these days something which we should be um, abstaining from? Of course not. Something as joyous and something as jubilant as the fulfillment of a grand prophecy of our Grand Master, the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon him, proving not only the truth of the promised Messiah, but proving the truth of the Holy Prophet and indeed proving the existence of God. Is that not something to be happy and jubilant about? Then we have the concept of the Caliphate, the establishment of Khilafat, Again, this is something which is mentioned by the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon him. prophesied that khalafat ala min hajir nabuwa, caliphate upon the precepts of prophethood, would come to existence. Again, something which is also mentioned in the Holy Quran itself. So when we see after so many years, something so blessed coming into being, that gives meaning to our very life, is this not something to be happy and to celebrate? Then the third day is the day of the promised sun. Again, we understand that when God sends his prophets to earth, he does not send them empty-handed. Rather, he sends them furnished and armed with beautiful signs of truth to prove the claims that they make. This, this concept and this prophecy of the uh, promised sun who indeed was Hazrat Mirza Bashiruddin Mahmud Ahmad, who later on became the second caliph of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, this was a grand prophecy which showed that God indeed was on the side of the promised Messiah, thereby proving not only his claim, but also the claim that this Messiah would indeed come furnished with signs, as was said and foretold by, you guessed it, the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon him. Therefore these three days... Of course they are in accordance with the teachings of Islam. Indeed, they are prophesied by no less than the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon him. A man makes a prophecy 1400 years ago, they come true. Are we not going to be celebrating and be joyous at that? On a side note, the concept of celebration, indeed many people raise this allegation because of the fact that they allege that this is an innovation to celebrate these days. But as we've mentioned, it is in complete accordance with the teachings of the Holy Quran and the prophecies of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon him. And we're not talking about celebration like we're setting off cartwheels and fireworks and dancing. This is a celebration of the signs of God, where we bring people together to remember God, to talk about the signs and the glory of God. And this is actually told as an injunction in the Holy Quran. It says in chapter 14, verse 6, that remind them, Of the days and the signs of God therefore this is not contrary rather it is completely in accordance with the teachings of Islam and something which absolutely everyone should be involved in because of the fact that what else is there to be joyous about for a theist God-believing community than to celebrate the glorious and wonderful proofs and signs of God
2: in the name of Allah most gracious ever merciful Good morning, welcome. Assalamu alaikum and may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all from Saturday Morning Live today 16th of December 2023 with myself Kayum and joining me as always is brother Imam
0: Faiz Nasser. Good morning, welcome. Assalamu alaikum. Peace, As-salam. peace be upon you too. How, How are you doing this morning?
2: It's a Saturday morning, man.
0: It's a, it's a Saturday morning. <laughs> how's it's, your how's your morning coffee? My morning coffee was very good. It,
2: <laughs> the, it's morning actually, the morning coffee and the morning walk always opens up the mind, um, releases those chemicals which slap you around and, and take you through 15 rounds of a boxing match to wake you up. Mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> at my age, I need the 15 rounds. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, but it puts the day into perspective. Um,
0: it's, it's, I think it's important. No, it's um, very important. Very, very important. Early morning walk um, in this weather You'd Always get, does wonders. Get to taste the freshness of the morning, and um, you know, followed by a coffee. I think. Well, it's the good. aroma
2: of fresh coffee when you walk into a coffee shop, yeah. uh, <laughs> with this, with the smell of, uh, uh, of of a freshly baked croissant is. Uh-huh. Um, I, I I I experienced the coffee aroma. I didn't experience the the croissant this morning because they were late in yes. making them. Some people are never on time. They they're, they're I, not. You know, it's I, I, it's. I, I, I completely agree with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Time, time uh, is time flies. Yes, there is uh, there is no control um, over one thing in life, which is time. Mm. People tend to value money more, mm. not realizing that exactly, um, exactly, money is is something that once lost, it can never be regained. But we can be philosophical all day long. Uh, as always we're going to be going through what's happening in the world we're going to look at some of the headlines um in the in the in the in the national papers um, and we're going to discuss what's not in the national papers and uh, and kind of look at why certain aspects of uh news international news important news are not being covered by our, our daily newspapers we're going to be looking at Uh, The rationality of why is it that um, catastrophes are happening around the world, yet no one seems to care. That is a subject we're going to be um, picking on later on um, in the program. But today, uh, the bulk of the program is going to be about rationality. There seems to be a lack of rationality in the world we're living in at the moment. And we're going to be discussing one aspect of or the main aspect of how one lives their life especially being a Muslim Islam and everything else is always looked upon as just a religion just a faith just a small aspect of your everyday living so people say well I've got time uh, to work I have time for family I have time for my social activities I have time to go to the gym I have time for this, that, and the other, my extracurricular activities. And then I have time for a little bit of religion. That's where um, I think I and my brothers and my sisters and people from within the Um, Amitya Muslim community disagree with this concept. Because what we're going to be discussing today is what we believe and why we believe. And why rationality is important. So the topic of the most and the bulk of the conversation today is going to be the Islamic way of everything. And when I mean everything, I literally mean from the second you wake up in the morning to the time you close your eyes at night. And the whole night when you're sleeping. Every single aspect of whatever you do is going um, To have a perspective from God Almighty's guidance, God Almighty's perspective, where everything we do, whether you believe it or not, whether you practice it or not, Mm. it is there, the guidance, um, the comprehensive understanding of it. So today, if one looks at the world, it's very... Segmented, as I said earlier, everything is a segment. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at a pie chart, yeah. there's always, you know, they, they make these uh, these triangles mm-hmm. that this bit, this proportion is this, this proportion is this. But they're never joined. Mm-hmm. The only time they join it is a circle, and they label it as something. Mm-hmm. But it will never be those segments which will be the the whole circle. It will always be something else. And today's narrative that everybody seems to be living is populism. Whatever's popular goes. Nobody actually looks at the narrative, the substance of what exactly is it that they are believing. Mm. The headline matters. Yeah, I was watching this. Um, somebody sent me this clip of these two gentlemen in a... Uh, in the tube, and they were talking to this young guy who had a Palestinian scarf on, and they looked at the scarf, and there was a gefia. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hamas, Hamas. Mm-hmm. And the guy said, on what basis have you made that judgment, mm-hmm. or that assessment, yeah. that mm-hmm. <clears throat> you have said Hamas? Hamas, yeah. You could have said Palestinian. Mm. You could have said, you could, in fact... Uh, it could be attributed to so many different Middle Eastern yeah, countries. Exactly. It could have been anything
0: mm.
2: And when the when the guy asked him How did you come to that assessment? Well, he says everyone's talking about it. Mm. That's what the headline is. Saying. Yeah, so nobody reads what's under the headline mm. and That's what we're going to be talking about that. It's irrational. There is no rationality involved In the decision making of a lot of things that are happening in today's world. And I'm not talking Mr. Joe Bloggs. I am talking from the top down.
0: Mm. Yeah, exactly.
2: It is either political motive, it is either emotional, um, and there is a total absence of rationality. And if one was to look at the world, one was to look at our lives. We can say politics, uh, we can say science. And we can say religion. Mm-hmm. These are the three things, yeah. whether you're a believer or not a believer, mm-hmm. that play a important or major um, effect in one's life. Mm. Nobody can deny science. People do deny religion. And politics is something that, whether we like it or not, affects our lives. Mm. And people tend to pick and choose what suits them in accordance with their need again based on emotions Mm. and based on what they feel at that moment in time and today's topic of Islam um, the way of life the Islamic way of everything we're going to be looking at how all of these aspects all of these different characteristics or this content of, of life as a pot Actually works, mm-hmm. and it actually gives you solutions, and it makes sense. Yeah. What I would love for you to do is to give me a call, and explain to me if you think religion is irrational, yet you still choose to follow it. Why is it you choose to follow it? It's oh two oh eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight. You can join us on our social media platforms, um, but ideally, I would love for you to give me a call. We're going to be touching on different aspects of. Religion, politics, science. We're going to join them up. We're going to join the dots. Um, and, uh, um, and we're going to talk about why um, somebody is needed to join the dots, because it seems to me the dots seem to be everywhere. Um, um, and uh, no one is prepared to accept that somebody does need to come and join the dots to make a full, complete picture. So do stay tuned. We're going to take a very quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go through the headlines. And then, as I said, to the bulk of the show, we're going to be talking about rationality and why it is paramount that everything one believes in, rationality, needs to be forever present. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, a toast, um, you know, some... uh, avocado a bit of chili flakes something that I was missing this morning cuz um for once i was uh, earlier than the coffee shop owners and <laughs> uh so i managed to 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 find a coffee um get myself to wake up um like uh, uh the brother who's just joined us brother imam raza ahmed morning good morning assalamu alaikum good morning it's it's strange to have you here on saturday
3: yeah for me too it is, but yeah. it's good. Yeah.
2: It's good. We're, we're going sure to have a good. we're going to have a good two-hour session. Um, I'm going to be asking a lot of questions to our brother imams, and I'm hoping that they're going to be pacifying a lot of uh, queries that I might have. So do stay tuned. As I said, um, go grab yourself a cup of coffee and come back and join us uh, for the next an hour and a half or so or to tea. find out um, why the Islamic way of living has the solution to everything. Allah
0: شهاد وال...
3: listening to The Voice of Islam radio. With so many attacks on Islam and the Holy Prophet SallAllahu let's set the record straight. He was a man of peace. He went through 13 long years of persecution for his beliefs. He was mocked and ridiculed, but he didn't retaliate because he was a man of peace. When he went to Taif to spread the message of Islam, he was pelted with stones until he was bleeding. Yet, he did not retaliate, because he was a man of peace. When he migrated to Medina, he established the Charter of Medina, allowing the Jews, Christians and Muslims to live together in harmony with full religious freedom, because he was a man of peace. And after all the oppression that he faced, when he returned to Makkah as a king, he had the right and the power to punish every single one of them. Yet, he forgave them, because he was a man of peace. The Holy Prophet said that no white man is superior to a black man, no Arab to a non-Arab. Rather, everyone is equal. He freed slaves and taught to treat them as brothers. He did all of this because he was sent as the Rahmatul Lil Alameen, a mercy for mankind. Indeed, the Holy Prophet was a true man of peace.
0: شهاد <تصفيق>
2: listening to the Voice of Islam Radio. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live with myself Kayoum, Imam Faiz Nasser and Imam Raza Ahmed. Just before the break, we were uh, just talking about what what we're going to be covering um, over the next uh, hour and a half to two hours. Uh, So quickly going to what the headlines are saying. Uh, Amazingly, all the newspapers on this weekend is talking about things which I, I I understand they affect our everyday living. Um, you know, the IA is talking about millions are facing mortgage misery for longer than expected, where higher borrowing costs are on their way with more than one in five fixed rate mortgage deal is coming up for renewal. And of course, what that means is that for the past 15 odd years, people were paying around one, one and a half or even lower uh, percentage on their mortgage and now the standard rate, um, or uh, the 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 rate across all banks, is more nearing around six percent, five between five and six percent. I think it's five point two five percent, which is the Bank of England base rate. And of course, high street banks um, always add a percentage or so um, on top, because at the end of the day, banks are also businesses and they need to make money. Um, Jumps from you know mortgage payments of around two hundred and fifty three hundred pound a month have jumped to up to a thousand pounds a month. So there's an increase of seven hundred pound a month of um, of outgoing that um, is being faced by people, and it is um, expected um, or they're anticipating that uh, it's probably going to last a lot longer uh, than they had anticipated, which I think is unrealistic because initially. Uh, they said uh, you know it will be a few months but it's um, you know financial um, trends and economic cycles never work on never work on months they are normally a year to year or two years or three years before uh, things uh, you know change in on a significant um, significant amount to make a difference in people's outgoings um, but the eye is warning uh, millions that uh, you know they need to be prepared and they need to look or think out <laughs> of the box to look for solutions, um, brother Raza. One question I always comes to mind: we are we are in 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 the in the season where it's it's Christmas. Hmm. Um, w- w- people always. And again, this is something we talked and I spoke about earlier when we had the cost of living crisis. And we still have a cost of living crisis. People just don't talk about it no more or they're not uh, highlighting it as much as they do. People still spend thousands on Christmas, yet there is a cost of living crisis. People still spend thousands, even though the the economy is on a downward trend. Where do people get the money from? Why is it that there isn't rational thinking behind finances and the way people live?
3: I, I, <clears throat> I might be the wrong person to ask that question. No, no.
2: The reason I ask you, 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 you work as an imam within the community. <laughs> That's why I ask you. And I don't mean to ask you and we don't from celebrate. a financial point yeah. of view. From a fi- I'm not asking from a financial point of view. I'm talking about habitual habits. Yeah, I think this is this is something... Um, because even though it's Christmas, yes, we don't celebrate. Yeah. But we have Eid. Muslims yeah. have Eid. Yeah. Muslims, yeah. There's Ramadan coming up. You know, the, away from Christmas, the, the, the trend of spending hmm. is
3: similar across the board. Yeah. I, I think it has to do with the, all of these things becoming more and more commercialized. And I think it's the peer pressure it's it's just the expectation that people have now from each other to receive gifts and to give gifts to outgift the other person basically um and out-gift someone else. <laughs> yeah to to out, yeah to, to, that's how I would describe it um and and this is something that I think we have created for ourselves this problem that we have created for ourselves if you and this is—it's not just with Christmas, it's not just with Eid. It's, it's with everything. I, one example that I can give is about uh, is of weddings. Now, if you go back to the time of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, and how he celebrated to the wed- how they celebrated weddings. I'm not saying that you should give uh, a date and and some milk at your wedding reception. That's not what I'm saying. But it's the simplicity of of. Of things that makes things beautiful, for example, the current caliph of the Ahmadi Muslim community, the fifth successor to the promised Messiah on whom be peace, Hazrat Mirza Masood Ahmed, Malla, strengthen his hand. He has repeatedly spoken about this, um, and there is a book basically, which is a series of of sermons which he delivered on the ten conditions of Ba'at, the conditions of the initiation into the Ahmadi Muslim community, and one of them speaks about this 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 point. He says that people have lavish weddings, which is in itself not a bad part, uh, or not a bad thing. But if you have to take on loans, if you are going to be indebted to someone or to the bank for the next five years to come, what's the point of that? Why did you, why did you do that? Just so that people can remember and can say, oh, wow, that was a wedding. That was, that was something. But you know what? People will forget the next week. When they remember it in the years to come, they will probably give you a sentence or so. But that was th- that's the end of it. But you, know, you are gonna be in trouble for the next what five to ten years? It's funny you say that. The amount of money people spend on weddings. It's incredible. I'm telling you, I I, I there's a venue where I live. Uh, um well I'm not gonna say the name. <laughs> But, but very expensive. It is so <coughs> overrated. Mm. And when I found out about just the hiring cost, mm. which doesn't include catering and anything extra that you want to do there, mm. just just the the venue itself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're looking at 18,000 pounds for what? 5 hours, 3 hours, 6 hours? Um straight after covid, it was they doubled it because they had to, they were closed for so long. Of course and and people are willing to 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 do that and look again you have to put everything into perspective the world that we live in yes but if there's something happening on the other side of the world why should it affect me well why shouldn't it affect you why should the question is why shouldn't it have we come to this point where we are unfazed where we are not interested desensitized as to what is happening to innocent people, to innocent children. Again, we're not talking about one conflict alone. There is so many on- ongoing conflicts. Having said that, the, the the second caliph of the Muslim community is Abashiruddin Muhammad, may Allah be pleased with him. To instill this uh, sense of modesty, to instill this sense of, um, how, how would you say it, to, 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 to be humble. I have a question with regards to
2: humble modesty people work hard to have a quality of life and and they want to um everybody aspires to higher quality and and standard of living is it people who go and look to hire these venues and take loans out Who we are questioning. That is
3: exactly what I'm saying.
2: Or is it across the board that even people who have the affordability, have a certain standard of living, that they should also practice caution? Of course. Do you understand what I'm saying? uh, People will say, well, hold on. I've worked my life. I want to
3: have this. I can afford it. It's not going to break my pocket. Then it's fine. Then it's fine. Mm -hmm. But again, look, look. I'm not saying, as, as I said in the very beginning, we're not saying that you should uh, hire a community hall if you're making 250K a year. Yeah. And uh, just to have, uh, I don't know, chicken biryani, and that's mm. it, at, at your wedding reception. No. Yeah. If you have the means of it, then do it. But at the same time, the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah, be upon him, one of the narrations it says, and Faiz, correct me if I'm wrong here, he says the worst of 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 uh, dinner invitations, the worst of these kind of gatherings are those where the poor are left out. Mm. Yep, where the poor are not invited. So you have a specific circle of friends or a circle of people um, in your society, in your in your surroundings, where you know that they are like-minded people. They make mm. enough money. They 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 are of a certain standard. standard. And I'm yeah. just going to invite those people. Yeah. But for the for the remaining, look. Keep in mind everything that we are required to do as Muslims, and I can only speak for, for Islam, everything that we as Muslims are required to do is not just for us. it It is not limited just to me, myself, and I. Mm. It's there to reform society. This is what the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah, be upon him, came to do. I mean, if he wanted to establish that relationship with God Almighty, he was in the Kaaba. he could could have done it, and, and that's the end of it. I mean, he could have been the greatest and the closest person on earth to God Almighty at that time and for the rest of, of, of eternity but he was assigned a duty he was assigned a duty to reform mankind not the Arabs mankind hmm. right and that includes everyone in society so if I'm fasting I'm not just fasting to stay hungry for, for myself I'm also staying hungry or I'm fasting so I understand how people in society who don't have much understand hmm. uh, uh, that I can understand them but it's not just the understanding where it ends what leads up what follows on from that? So I do my part. I play my part in helping those who are less fortunate. Mm. When it comes to zakat, right? Zakat is the pillars of Islam. Exactly, one yeah. of the pillars of Islam, charity. What What are the rules for that? Mm. If you have wealth sitting around for one year and nobody's touching it, it is not doing any good to society. I am supposed to pay a certain amount of that. It's two and a half percent. Two, two and a half percent. Yeah. Um, for, for the welfare of others. Why? I mean, th- this is my money. I have accumulated That's real it. distribution of wealth. Exactly. So that everybody in society plays their part to elevate the, the overall level, the overall status of the, your society, morally, financially, spiritually, physically, whatever you want to call it, that you grow as a society, not just as individuals, mm. where you have at the end of the day, schisms like we have in society today, where you have wealth owned by a very tiny, minute... Um, well, the 1%. Is. The 1% that own 99%. yeah, And then you will have problems in society. You will create mm. rifts in society where people will say, oh, they have it, and I have it, and they have this, and they have that. So it's, it's going to turn into an us and them. Mm-hmm. We don't, you don't want that. God does not want that. In the sight of God Almighty, everybody is the same, right? And everybody will be judged based upon your righteousness and your character. It doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account, how beautiful you are, how gorgeous you are, how handsome you are, how many cars and houses you have. That is insignificant. Brother Vice? Yes, uh, so
0: just just to, you know, you know, add on to what Ab- Razas just said. Um, recently, I was watching this um a kid's class with uh, His Holiness as Mizam Asrur Ahmed, the head of the Andiyah Muslim community. And a child had asked um, whether it's permissible to give gifts on an Ameen. Now Ameen is uh, an event uh, which it's, it's, it's like a celebration which takes place once a, a child has finished reading uh, or finished reciting uh, the Holy Quran. Mm. So once uh, they go through the Yasin al-Quran, which is the uh, pre or let's say the... The, the initial book. The initial Easy book, version. which teaches yeah. teaches you to read Arabic. And then you move on to the Holy Quran, which then you read the whole book and it's just recitation. It's yep. not it's not. Um, I mean, they don't read the translation at that age. But and then you the parents sort of, um, you know, get together some friends and they celebrate the fact that their child has finished reading the Holy Quran. So the child asked whether you can give gifts on, on, on that occasion. And His Holiness is a Masroor Ahmed, may Allah be his helper. His answer was that you can give gifts on, on that occasion. But then he very he made it very clear to the child that your intention shouldn't be that you have to finish the Holy Quran just because you're going to receive mm-hmm. gifts.
3: Yeah, it's the other way That's right. the it's wrong incentive right. you yeah, giving. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So he made it very clear to the child. And me and my wife, who was sitting there listening and my, my, my mom was there as well and we actually noticed that we're kind of doing the opposite right now okay. because we had been telling our son that So once, you're dangling the carrot. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. what we what we've been saying to him is that he so he wants the scooter, right? Uh, electric mm. electric scooter that it's like a police scooter, you know, children. Mm-hmm. So he wanted that really badly and we sort of brought that into the game uh and said to him, okay, fine, you you will get that but once you finish reading The Holy Quran. So yesterday we realized that we've we've been sort of, you know, misusing the situation. We've been, you know, sort of giving him some Mm. sort of greed to So then yesterday. The incentive needs to be so then the the fact of To read the book, not because you're gonna get Exactly, exactly. So that's the same thing with society. Mm. You don't you don't pay eighteen thousand pounds like Mm. as I just mentioned to just show off to the people that you have the money or you're part of a higher society. Because like you just said, <laughs> you know, these days we're going through such a time where people don't even remember when you do good to them. Yes. And that's the fact. True. That's the fact. That's that very true. Fact. Like you can you can get a call and someone could be in trouble and you you maybe are doing something very important but you take that time out you go to them you help them out whatever their need is or whatever their mm. requirements are at that at that time and you know the you know the way i look at it sometimes is that the fact that somebody's actually call you mm. it, it just means that at that moment, the person felt that you're the only person who could sort of come Assist. to his aid, right? Yep. And you hear, you, we, always, we always hear this hadith of the Holy Prophet. And Raza, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, well, why is, can't I correct you if you You can also <laughs> correct me. You can, you can also correct me if I'm wrong. But we most commonly hear this hadith that um, uh, there was a man and um, uh, God Almighty said to him that, uh, you know, your life, you failed. And uh, he said, "Why?" And he said, "Because um, I was hungry and you didn't feed me, mm. right?" And uh, he was like, "What does that mean?" And he said, "Because I I sent one of my one of my men to you, and you had the wealth, you had the food, you had everything, and he asked you, you for it, him. and you refused him." Mm. So, in the same way, if that's and then that's such a beautiful that's such a that beautiful is, thing. I love it. And another thing, uh, from <clears> at the <throat> time of Hazrat Umar, and we and the second and caliph of, we, uh, of oh, the, we often mention him in 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 regards to Palestine and what yeah. he did in Israel and uh, how he respected the Jews and the Christians of that time. Uh, you know, even the fact that he didn't offer his prayers in a Christian church because he thought maybe later my followers may may want to claim the mm. the church. Um, and then the, the the thing that I told you last time about the the synagogue That's right, which yeah. which the Christians were ah, because which, he exactly. he was questioning why it wasn't clean Exactly. So they were using it as a trash house. Yeah. To, just to mock the Jews. Mm-hmm. And when he when he found out about that, he himself went there and um he started you know picking up the trash and and when 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 his companions and the Jews when they saw that they that the Christian caliph of the time is is, is just himself picking up the trash and you know Muslim, cleaning up the place Muslim they caliph. Muslim caliph, yes, they all they all jumped in and they all came in and they all started cleaning up. up. But he was setting an example. You could you could see that, uh, you know, simplicity, just simplicity. Even when Hazrat Umar be pleased with him, when he travelled from uh, Medina to uh, to Jerusalem. Jerusalem, they couldn't differentiate between who's yes. the king who's who, the leader yeah. and who's the who's the who's the common person yeah. right so the the point i'm trying to say be, be, because he was walking and on the on the horse was
2: uh, was his servant hmm. and they thought the 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 one who was
3: riding <laughs> was yeah was but why was he was he on the horse and why was he walking because they because they took turns yeah.
2: in walking and you know he treated everyone um in exactly the same way because just because you're a servant, doesn't mean you don't, you, you don't me. get tired. You're below me. Yeah. You know, your status doesn't look, uh, determine whether your legs are not going to get tired exactly, or not. <laughs> exactly.
0: But look, Qum, that's not the point. Mm. The point is, he was his slave, right? Mm. So that man, that man also, in other words, means that he was a member of his household. Yes. Right? Yeah. But that wasn't the treatment that Hazrat Umar or the Holy Prophet or any other Khulafa of Islam mm. uh, did towards only their family members or members of their household. When wars took place, uh, Muslim soldiers would walk the whole journey and they would let the uh, hostages sit on the camels and, yeah, and, and the yeah. horses. Prisoners. Right? The prisoners or the hostages or whatever. But the fact is that now we're at a, at a stage in in, in 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 life where those things have commonly just been forgotten and it's very important society. very important to remind people of and I'm 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 not saying I mean these are just uh anecdotes or, or or stories from the from the Islamic history but I'm sure there's also historical uh you know evidence of great people from among the Jewish community and among the among the Christian people but the only point is that we have now forgotten those humble beginnings of of our uh you know ancestors And we have started to adopt a life where it's just we're we're for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, what
3: it reminds me of. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go on. Um, You know, a couple of years ago at New Year's Eve, His Holiness mentioned this in his his sermon as well afterwards. Remember um, in one of those Middle Eastern countries you had this like massive fireworks, Mm -hmm. huge fireworks um, while countries around them were starving Mm. just because you have the money yeah and what you said is absolutely right the more you move away from the original founding fathers or the the source of a faith the source of a religion the source of anything basically the more diluted the community the teaching um, and 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 generally speaking, that item gets. So when we speak about, uh, let's say, Islam, that's one thing that we can't speak about. Fourteen centuries have passed. Now this was a promise of God Almighty that at the head of every century, I will send someone who will keep you kind of on track, mm. right? But we've come to a time where literally it's it's you, you're you not clear anymore like for example if I think about it if I'm a teenager who's going through social media and if you have the right algorithm you will get these these Islamic videos but they're so confusing what do you be, like everybody's a preacher all of a sudden mm. everybody's an imam all of a sudden everybody's an expert on jurisprudence all of a sudden and it's just so confusing mm. so you needed someone you have to have someone to 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 guide you into the right direction to tell you exactly this is right this is wrong this is innovation this is not innovation and also we can we can have like a million things added in those videos added in the teachings of Islam just to make it more beautiful Mm. yeah just to attract people we can do that but Islam doesn't need that does it exactly you know it's interesting Um, I've been talking to you
2: brothers for what 20 minutes or so on this topic. And uh, it's so natural that you have automatically brought Islam into every single thing that we've spoken about, which goes back to the topic that we are talking about, that Islam is in every single thing that we do, we discuss. But I want to kind of finish off the headline news Uh, As we had started from this and scanning through the national newspapers, it amazes me that all they've talked about is that so-and-so person was taken to court and so-and-so person has had an affair with this person and that person. And that's the news headlines. Yet across the world, there are wars still happening in Ukraine, in Russia. It's it's actually a year. Um, Everybody knows of the massacre. And uh, and the and the genocide um, in in Middle East. Um, yesterday, two more journalists were martyred, hmm. um, and yet the journalists in this country refuse to even acknowledge the fact. Mm. I, I find it it's the, the the definition of journalism within the Western world has changed. Their mouthpieces of propaganda to to go back to, you know. Th- getting the population to listen to the headline and not giving any substance. Because if they go into substance, they will realize, hold on, it's not going to work. I was talking to Brother Raza earlier that um, the Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu has now accused ICC. And they haven't even started yet. ICC Mm, haven't even started the investigation. And they are being accused of being anti-Semitic because... They are doing so an investigation in israel. on israel mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's bizarre you know we can we've done so many programs in palestine and and one thing like I always say on i'm I'm only on two social media platforms, which is X and on LinkedIn. One thing I would request everyone is do not stop talking about Palestine. It is there. The difference is historically people write things after the event. Mm. <clears throat> if we one was to look at history, one would look at all the examples that we come mm, across. Yeah. It, it is historical events or journals of people who wrote about what had happened and what they saw yeah. after the event. Yeah. Today, we are seeing it and it's being recorded as it happens. Yeah. Yet, no one's doing anything. The world is failing the people of Palestine. Yeah. That's the harsh reality of it. But the, the the flip side of it, it it takes me back to the show that Brother Kummer did yesterday with Brother Daniel. That the the perseverance, the patience, the belief, the faith that has been shown by the Palestinian people. I can speak for myself. It made me feel ashamed. Yeah. It really made me feel ashamed. That wow, now that is faith. Mm when that child sends a message to live turkish tv telling the, you know giving a message to tell the muslim world and the arab nations do not do our funeral prayers do not carry out our funeral prayers in absentia mm. because you're the one who is dead mm. we're still alive mm. and yesterday fathers who have passed away who have been very vocal on social media about um, being grateful to God for the time that they they, they did have. Yeah. And they've seen the martyrdom of their children, their wives, their parents. Yet the word, um, you know, all praise belongs to Allah, mm. is what is the word that comes yeah. from their mouth. They're not saying, please help us. Yesterday I was listening to this lady, and she was talking to the Western press or the Arab press saying, we don't need you here
3: hmm. don't stop filming yeah. stop There's filming
2: no and she quoted I think chapter 2 verse 154 to 158 because yeah. I looked it up mm-hmm. I thought what's she talking about yeah and it talks about in the Holy Quran where the God Almighty is saying I will test you yeah. where I will take away your property and I will take I will take you through these certain challenges loss yeah. of
3: wealth life
2: and your reaction to those challenges will determine
3: yeah. who you oh. really are will you be counted among the patient or not
2: yeah. and and I thought, the, the, they they have practical belief in the word
3: and of what, God Almighty. And you see what this is doing. This yes. is doing what 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 the world has been trying to do for the past decades. Yes, that perseverance, that patience, that in in the sight of that terror that they are going through, is 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 encouraging other people who never ever thought in their wildest dreams to look into the religion of yep. Islam mm. to actually pick up a copy of the Holy Quran to read it and not just to read it but to convert but there's so many Except,
0: videos so many videos on YouTube where Jewish Christians Hindus you name it they've mm-hmm. picked up a copy of the Holy Quran they've, they've just started reading and and, and they started filming their videos in a vlog style and they're yeah. just crying and crying and they're they complaining to the fact that why was this book hidden from yeah, us? Why yeah. didn't anyone ever tell us that? All all the solutions to every problem are in this book. You know, some, some, some of them have just read it and then they come across uh, a, a verse which was, you know, relating to them, mm. uh, which was giving them a solution to their issues. And it just left them in tears and awe Uh, you know just to the fact that this is a beautiful teaching it's a beautiful book and they've just you know say for example you had something that I really wanted and Mm. you never told me about it and then one day you know we met wanted and needed Needed exactly, mm-hmm. and then one day, you know, me and Kiyoung came along to your house, and we saw it in your living room, and we complained to you, and you know, it left us in tears, mm-hmm. and we wanted to like beat you up for not just telling <laughs> us what you had, you know, the the, the treasure thing, that yeah. you had at your house, yeah. right? It's just like that, and people were just left like in in tears and in in I don't know frustration. And I think,
3: look, I, I've I've thought about this, and and. Uh, I'm sure people have asked you this question as well. Why why are you so in love with your faith? Mm. Why are you so convinced about your faith? Why are you so persistent in telling me about your faith? Hmm. Or in telling your children about your faith? Because, I mean, the world that we live in is like, eh, we'll do whatever you want. This is an option for you. It's not an option for my kids. No. You know why? Because it makes sense.
2: Uh, no it, it's yeah, rational of you see to me to me when I look at it I know there are we, we refer to verses from the Holy Quran I know we talk about uh, sayings and narrations of the Holy Prophet may peace and blessings of Allah be upon it I understand all of that mm-hmm. from a Muslim perspective but when I look at the Palestinian situation and when I see them living what has been written mm. when I see them you know most human nature has always become human nature or the world we live in we tend to live what works for us, but what doesn't work for us, we don't live it. We ignore it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We ignore it. Yeah. Palestinians aren't doing that. They're accepting and embracing whether it's good, bad or ugly, because that is the challenge. That is what the guidance is. Yeah.
0: and, and to that's, me, that's something that Allah expects from you exactly. as, a, as, a, as a Muslim. And
2: them being in that situation and they're embracing it. And I sit here and I think that makes sense. What I'm doing doesn't make
0: sense. Hmm,
2: I'm picking and I'm cherry picking and I can't cherry pick because that's what I blame others off. Exactly. So it's reignited
0: the faith in me to say, look, I I need to be that. Exactly. I saw this video a couple of days ago, like you mentioned some of them before and uh, there was a there was this guy and he just walked into the hospital reception and the, you know he saw the dead body he found the dead body of his brother and he walked back out yep and this is when he praised god exactly he was praising and he says, god and, he I saying, you know? the next one. and then he said yeah. that even if i have to give my life he was speaking in yeah. arabic even if i have to give my life i'll be more than happy if that's the will of god and he said my brother don't think oh don't think that he's dead no yeah. He's alive. He's a Shaheed. He's a martyr. So he's alive. He's more alive than any one of you. And that's the... the, You know, that really... It really shook me from inside because the thing is, sometimes you, um, as parents, your children get hurt or, um, you know, they fall down the stairs or whatever happens and it really it really trembles you that yeah. are they okay is there anything wrong with them you think 100 th- mm. times before you you know before you're satisfied that everything is okay you know, but the fact that the brother was just so strong in his faith and he completely left his matter to the to the hands of allah it's 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 very easy very easily to, ver- sit, to here. sit here and talk about it mm-hmm. but Agreed.
2: it's very tough to do but but i want to flip the coin this morning exactly the same clip you're referring to it was on linkedin and this this, this chap he said well I saw this clip of this Palestinian guy mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and when he was asked about his aspirations, he said, well, I want martyrdom. What's your take on that? Muslims in Palestine, they just want to die. And, and my response to him was, nobody wants to die. Hmm. Nobody. If you were to give a child the option of having toys, education, books, compared to um, uh, a gun, a weaponry or violence, or oppression mm. they will choose books of and course. toys a child is a product of the environment they live in
0: exactly
2: nobody wants martyrdom it's not uh, it's it's not it, it is something that they have no other options mm. you have left a child in a position when they have all they have done for the past gaza is what 17 years of siege yeah. mm. If you're 17, you don't know anything anything else. else, So if that's the only aspiration they have, that's not the fault of that child. Mm. Mm. It is fault of the people who have created that environment where they are being brought up. And that is where the problem lies. So, yes, I want to clarify that because a lot of people think, oh, they choose to become a... Nobody chooses to become a martyr.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually got this uh, really interesting... Um, story uh, Of when I was in Jamia the Mystery College of the And the Muslim community And I had a I had a meeting With His Holiness And I asked him uh, You know At that time uh, When we were Going through the Hadith of the Holy Prophet as, as students We came across this um, Narration where um, At the time of Hazrat Umar again mm-hmm. uh, May Allah be pleased with him There was a There was a Companion who Who had wished for mart- Martyrdom And um uh, he he'd come to Hazrat Umar and he'd asked, "Is it permissible to pray for for shahadat for martyrdom?" and and he said, "Of course you can." And then later, some time later, he was martyred and Hazrat Umar praised the fact that that's something that he wanted mm. and that's something that. So I I I asked Hazur the same question. I said, "Hazur, um, yes, we are allowed to pray for martyrdom for shahadat, but what is it? How how do we pray for for mm. martyrdom?" And uh, the first thing Hazur said is. Um, why do you want to be shot and why do you want to die by being, sh- <laughs> by being shot and I said Hazur, no I'm, I just, I'm just asking in terms of uh, martyrdom and uh, you know how, how it can be sort of achieved, atti- achieved or yeah, attained at this, yeah. this, this time and Hazur said something so beautiful he said that oh you're already a martyr because the fact that you have accepted la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah you're already a shaheed you have already you. So a shaheed is someone who is also a witness. A witness. So he said you're already a shaheed because what does it say in the Holy Quran? He goes, we can't be among the uh, among the prophets, among the Nabiyin. Mina um, Nabiyina wa and he goes, you can become a siddiq, you can be a truthful, a truthful person. Nabiyina Siddiqina wa and he goes, shaheed, we've already established that you're already a shaheed. Yeah. So now, just put some effort in and become among the salihin. That's the advice that he righteous, gave me. Righteous, righteous people. <coughs> so, just just saying la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah is not there is just not enough. Worship except, except Allah, Allah. Yeah. and Muhammad is is, is messenger. the messenger of Allah. That's not enough. You have to really, truly understand what these words mean and follow them to the to the to the dot. And then you become a shaheed. if this is the, the way that you want to attain martyrdom. Mm. But, but, yes, go ahead. Sorry, uh,
2: that, that gives me a good segue into going for a, a quick break. And when we come back, um, we're going to carry on focusing. Um, and in fact, we're going to go a bit more into how rationality is so relevant, how Islam, everything in Islam um, is, is solvable. So do stay tuned. We'll be right back after the news.
0: Allah أشهد
3: Listening to the Voice of
2: Islam Radio Welcome back to Saturday morning live with myself KU and Brother Faiz and Brother Raza. And during the break, my brothers were making fun of my analogy of the dots <laughs> that I <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot dot. Dot dot dot. You see, again, you know, it's my age. You know, in my days. Doing dot to dot was actually quite interesting because we looked forward dot to, to dot. I don't the even end know picture. what that? What is. does what what even is mean? that mean? You know, in 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 our days when we were young, yeah, we used to have these diagrams, okay, which we would only um, uh, make sense once you added all the dots up. So the dot number one was oh, one. Yeah. Two. Oh, yeah. so. Okay, no, I remember that.
3: Like a with a chisel and a hammer. <laughs> we do that. Okay. Like.
0: You guys don't have... You guys don't have dot-to-dot... Dot. Just but, for your information, uh-huh. we did it with a pen and paper. Yeah. Uh, I, so, I did it with a chisel and... St- okay. Yeah. Oh!
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just Ooh. got it. I just got it <laughs> Well, you know, wisdom does come with age. Wisdom does come with age, not with a beard. <laughs> it, it, it goes with age as well. <laughs> yeah, Actually... No, let's not go there. Let's not go let's, there. Let's go back to the topic of the morning, which is. Round one, begin. Every-
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's, let's stick to the topic of the morning, which is everything in life has Islam in it. We have already discussed so many different aspects of what's happening in and around the world. And somehow or the other, we managed to find an Islamic perspective. That is forever present and will always be present. So let's take the conversation one step further. In life, um, especially in today's life, everyone um, who went through the pandemic, and I want to take it back another three to four years, because the pandemic changed the mindsets and the way people lived in a very drastic way. Mm. For this, uh, in this century, that was the first time a catastrophic event, which people actually thought the world was about to end. Hmm. And Hmm. irrespective of which faith you belong to, which book you followed, people realized, hold on, the money I have in my bank is not going to help me. Hmm. The doctors don't know what to do. Hmm. The politicians are crying themselves. And the leaders of our country are as clueless as anyone, uh, as anyone out there. Where do I go to look for a solution? Mm. And the answer was, you know, by default, God Almighty. Mm. Whether you believed in God or not, suddenly you thought, I, I I need to survive this. God save me. God save me. And a lot of people turn to religion, even, even if it was momentary. They, it was the rational thought that, hold on, all this time I had been relying on all these people. Mm. All this time I had been relying on the fact that I've got so much money in my account, I don't need to worry. Mm. Or I had so many things, or I've got so many houses, as Brother Rosa said earlier. I had cars and houses and money and da-da-da. It didn't help you. And the rational thought was, I am being created by someone. Let me go back to my creator. Yes. What's happened today and what's happened... Over the past few years, is one was to look and listen to the sermons and the addresses of the hadith, of uh, the fifth caliph of the promised Messiah, Hazrat Mirza Masurah, may Allah strengthen his hand. He has been warning of a World War Three. This campaign of World War Three has been on the books for a long time. Yeah, nobody's over really over twenty said, years. No one's really yeah. like when I say no one, I mean mainstream media, the politicians. They haven't really listened. No, His Holiness over the past decade has gone to every single major political. Um, um, avenue um, and venue, um, be it in America, be it in Europe, be it in the UK, and spoken and advised rationally. He has put the dots together and all the different events and Mm. said, look, this is what's happening. This is going to happen. If you don't do this, this will happen. Mm. We've got to that point where sometimes some people are saying we are at a point of no return. Mm. Because that's the rhetoric that's coming out of certain people around the world certain yeah. leaders they I agree
3: that we are I agree yeah
2: so it makes how, how
3: are you going to reverse what has already happened you can't it's, it's impossible well the only way is forgiveness isn't it it is but look at the part how are forgiving are, are we exactly how, how forgiving are we in this after day and age after all that has happened there's, you will still find people out there that say it's not enough yes yeah. keep going keep going until well, that's the question they're asking you. How many kids unbelievable. have to die? How many kids have to die? Yeah. 70%
2: of the people who have been martyred in Palestine are women and children. Mm. Um, if you take the women out, 40% are kids. Yeah. 30% women. So it's not like, oh, you know, it, it's irrational. It goes back to it's yeah, emotional, yeah, it's yeah. political, it is, um, th- there is an angle to it which is not making sense. Mm. And I want to bring this Palestine thing. To, to an end and move on um, just by saying that, you know, Netanyahu just as I said earlier, um, has accused the uh, International Court of Justice that uh, um, you know it's being anti-Semitic. Judaism and Zionism are two different things. Yeah. Yes, What is actually in play at the moment has nothing to do with Judaism. No. That is the narrative that everybody keeps looking, they are hoping that people will turn this into a holy war. It won't. It isn't a holy war. There cannot be a holy war. Uh, I,
3: I like. Uh, you guys seen um, Piers uh, Morgan's mm. recent interview with one, one of the uh, oh the Dili Hussein? Um, yeah, yeah, no, not him. The, the, uh, the guy who the one was with him, him, the one, the one who was with him. Okay, when he explained about jihad. Yeah, and I think he made it quite clear that this jihad that everybody thinks of, mm. again, um, uh, fighting, sword, killing, and all mm. thats that's the least, the the smallest jihad. Mm. Uh, The greatest jihad is you waking up in the morning, you going to work, you providing for your family, Mm. all of these things um, that that people have misunderstood. Mm. What was what were you saying before? I, 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 sorry, I don't know why why you said that,
2: but
0: I don't know why I, I I, I, I understand where you're coming from. No, I, I, was, I want to he was talking about the fact that Zionism and Judaism oh yes right. right. yes. so yes. this, this so religious affil- I'm not just before you go this, in, this in, is in what the, your company does to me in the same way terrorism and Islam have got nothing to do <laughs> with, <laughs> with, exactly. with each other exactly yeah. 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 so any far far right Muslims or extremist Muslims have got nothing to do with the true teachings of Islam I think a lot of people right now do understand the fact that Zionism and Judaism are not the same thing hmm. but my complaint, and I will always complain about this, is that the same effort was not put in when the mainstream media was saying that Islamic terrorists... Yeah. Well, I, oh. I, I would challenge that a little bit.
2: Mainstream media still don't differentiate Zionism from Judaism. Yeah. Zionism, 1897, 1895, political ideology. Um, uh, Theodore the who was the founder of Zionism, Zionism. he was an atheist. Hmm. He was born in a secular Jewish family, but he was an atheist. He was a self-proclaimed atheist. Hmm. Um, um, who has no progeny? All of his children died. Yeah. His grandchildren, everyone. So there, and and you know, it's 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 a political ideology. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to do with Judaism, which is four thousand years old. Exactly. Yeah. And because if one was to look at the charter of Zionism, it's
0: crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Do you want to just mention the point that you were, you were just... About to?
2: Yeah, so uh,
3: what, what I wanted to say is that it, uh, I cannot speak for, for Judaism or something yeah. or, or any other religion for, for the fact that people are still thinking about, and because it's Palestinians on no one side who affiliate themselves yeah. with the religion of Islam, and then you have Israel... It, it it doesn't have to do anything with religion. No. I don't think, I don't know how to explain this to to people who still think it's about them wanting to kill Jews, wanting to... Have you seen, have you seen, I mean, we've spoken about those videos. Have you seen anyone in those videos wishing death upon Israel or the no. Jews? No. Nobody is against no, that. No,
2: be- because, again, you see, that's the trick. Oh, we are against Hamas. Why? Because if they were in power they will uh d- they will exterminate Israel. How did you come to that conclusion? Hmm. Well, it's a thought process. Yeah. It's they are legitimizing a thought process. It's like from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are offending the sentiments of people. Hold on. From such a sentence you're making you you're 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 saying you are hurting the sentiments. The Likud Party charter Says from the sea to the Jordan, Israel will be sovereign. Mm. It's the same thing. Mm. The difference is, they're doing it. Yeah, they're killing people. Yeah, they are taking over the land. You you are so worried about sentiments that you are forgetting to look at the actual mu- disaster the, the, that's the, being caused. The catastrophe yeah. that you are bringing on to to people, innocent and people. D- you know, brother Rosa, it's a it's a relevant point you make about the Palestinians automatically. Associated with Islam, Shireen Abu uh, Shireen Abu, uh, Shireen Abu uh, okay. Ahli, mm-hmm. the journalist. Yeah, she was a Christian. Yeah. Everybody in the West had assumed she was a Muslim. Muslim. Yeah, everybody had assumed it, and until they found out, oh, it was, she was she was a practicing Christian. Yeah. This has nothing to do. Look at the way the Orthodox Jews are being treated in Jerusalem itself. Yeah, hmm. it's not something I have to say. You, all you need to do is go on social media and have a look at uh, the, the Orthodox Jews. The, the Orthodox Jewish lobby has been on the marches demonstrating. In America, they have been very vocal. I've seen vocal. it myself here. Yes, yeah, in, in London, London. yeah. Mm. So it's not, oh, it's a Muslim against Jew. No, yeah, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Absolutely nothing to do with religion. But they are trying to gaslight it. They are trying to make this into a Muslim Jew. And to finish off with this this interview you talked about, um, Piers Morgan, When Piers Morgan interviews a Jewish person and asks them about their controversial, supposed controversial uh, belief systems, he finishes off with, I understand and I respect. Mm -hmm. He does the same with Christians. But when it comes to Muslims, he he tries to gaslight it Mm. and he tries to uh, to push a, a certain narrative and then. Instead of saying what well, I believe, that's, or I that's the respect. point
0: Dilly was making the other day.
2: But but I, I Dilly I, I don't know Dilly could have done it in a lot better way than he yeah. could have. Um, my question, if Piers Morgan is listening, is that Doctor Tahir Nasser from Rational Religion, hmm. he's very openly has said to talk TV and Piers mm-hmm. Morgan, he's he's tweeted it.
0: Yeah.
2: Invite me, invite Rational Religion, mm-hmm. and ask me those questions that you've asked everyone else. Yeah, the reason you have been there is actually a, a, a some kind of campaign of, of against Pearson morgan of of uh, that they are saying that he's he's islamophobic and which which has upset him yeah and he's saying well i i i haven't been um anti-islam mm-hmm. you might not have verbally been it yeah, but yeah, your yeah. actions show yeah. show differently yeah and, and i think you you know it's it's it, there has been a difference in the way up there you in that one. yeah he stepped up in a massive way <clears throat> so you know, accept um, Dr. Tahir Nasir's uh, uh, invitation. It would be a, a good conversation to have, yeah. to to uh, you know, um, to get the answers. Um, that re- you really need to... But then again, do they want those answers? That's the thing. That's the question. You know, that's, the question. But, that's the stuff but, that but needs but to be nobody can, say, yeah. nobody can say that, oh, we didn't know. That's not going to sell. Because Dr. Yeah. Dahin Nasser has, 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 uh, you know, uh, has tweeted about it quite a few times. Yeah. Um, I've actually copied and pasted it and put it on LinkedIn uh, like a million times. <laughs> and now I'm saying it on radio that, look, you know, let the rational religion team yeah. And come and answer the questions and the queries that you have. Exactly. And, and listen to, again, rationality, that what we're
3: talking about. I think the today. answers
0: that Dr. Doctor Tahir Nasser is going to give probably going to sell
3: more than anything else right now. But they don't want that. They, they don't sell. want that. They that, don't want the truth going of out. Of course yeah. it's going to sell, but they don't want that to be and out I think there.
0: that's something but that people really need, need right they now. They need right to right hear now. it right now.
2: In fact, if Dr. Tahir Nasser is listening, you know what? I'll pretend to be. Uh, 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 you know, uh, plays a devil's advocate. And you know what? You can just record the answers and then we can put it on, on social media. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's, if you don't get the acceptance of the invite, you can only ask. Mm, yeah. um, um, but I think you're so right, Brother Faiz, that it is, it is needed. Yeah. That rational answers to everything it is it is a need of the time
0: yeah i think definitely shout out to the rational religion team of course i think they make some amazing no amazing no, no. Yeah. content of course and uh, those who be, those people who don't know about rational religion you should definitely search it up on youtube on uh, instagram on uh, x they're everywhere uh, check out their answers check out their um what they what these called um podcasts Podcasts, uh they're doing some really good stuff and their their view is is very unique and different so rational it's very rational exactly hence they're called the rational religion so definitely definitely check them check them out
2: now let's go back a few thousand years we're talking about rationality Let's go back to my days <laughs> before before any of you two jump in. <laughs> you, you <know? laughs> I saw the look was, on your. I was about I to say. <laughs> the look I saw the look on your face. I said, like, you know, in the olden days. Okay. Prophet Adam, again rationality. I d I don't really wanna go into too much depth here. Mm-hmm. But most people around the world who believe in God Um they think Adam was the first man on earth. How is that rational? How is it that a man was sent on this earth And for who was he sent, firstly? And secondly, from a man and a woman, which is Adam and Eve, Prophet Adam and and Eve, how is it that we've turned into 8 billion people from two people? Mathematically, that doesn't make sense to me. So how is, how do we, as Ahmadi Muslims, how do we rationalize that, Brother Raza?
3: Um, By making sure that, and... and We maybe mentioned this before as well the word of God and the actions of God they do not contradict yes now in the Holy Quran God Almighty has given us a framework basically um, which is the laws of nature which is the laws of physics chemistry and all that stuff Um, so if science is telling us that um, life as we know it and this is not just hypothetical this is not just theoretical we have proof i myself when when we went to italy i think this is going back 15 years probably um to uh, i think bolzano or something there there's a there's a museum where you have uh, one of those prehistoric humans or oh, okay. the what is it the this? remnants yeah basically and they're telling me that archaeological this... Archaeological finds. Exactly. So they're telling me that this is this is a couple of thousand years old, way, way before before Prophet Adam. Mm. And I see this in front of me. So how am I going to rationalize this? How, how am I going to explain this, that no, um, life started 6,000 years ago?
2: Because looking at that archaeological find, your mind must be saying, well, either they're lying or, about how his exactly, age
3: is, yeah. or I'm wrong. Yes. And, th- and that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are faced with this dilemma. You have a dogma, you have an ideology from your religion, which is dictated to you by the scholars, by yeah. the so-called scholars, by the, by the religious the Blind clerics. faith. Blind faith. And yeah. this is what it is. Believe it. Yeah. You don't have a choice. Because this is the word of God. Hmm. Now, it is the word of God. There's no doubt about that. But your interpretation of the word of God, that is the one that is flawed. Yes. So when we have this this, this dichotomy or this this, this, uh, this, opposing stance between what science is telling you and what religion is telling you, then, as you said, there's two possible solutions to this. Either you're wrong or the religion is wrong or actually a third one or you have not understood what religion wanted from you. We are on... The third spectrum, basically. So science and God Almighty says this in the Holy Quran, that over and over again, look, I have created this, I have created that, I have created this. Go look for yourself. Study it, research it, ponder upon it, over and over again. And those who will ponder, they will get to the right answer. How is it that we cannot, even for a split second, understand or fathom that life started 6,000 years ago? Adam was, roughly, 6,000 years yes. ago. Hmm. And then, something that I've heard as well recently, when I went when when went to the Middle East, is <laughs> you know the Jabal al-Rahma, yeah. yeah, the the, mount, the famous mountain okay. where the where the last sermon was was uh, was basically given by the Holy Prophet peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. So the the person who was showing us around, he said that um, this is one where the sermon was given, but also this is this is the mountain where Adam and Eve met. Hmm. Uh, okay how uh, no it's not just where they met this is where they met after they were kicked out from heaven, heaven. wandered around for 40 years and this is where they met wow. after 40 years they met each other here so this is the belief that certain people have and then again, this is something so easily to be proven scientifically genetically uh, archaeologically you 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 name it so if I am faced with a hardcore truth on one side, and then my religious scripture and text telling me something else, which I don't believe is something else, but it's just I haven't understood it. The interpretation is different. The interpretation is different. Yeah. So think about it. I mean, how can one person start all of this? Look, basically, in, 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 in simple
0: words, 6,000 years ago, um, you know, we as the Amdi Muslim community believe that he was not the first man. No. Right? And... Just, just, just for the viewers, or to no, for, for the, the sake listeners. of it, because it doesn't make sense. Basically, six thousand years ago, what happened is that it was the dawn of a new uh, civilization, and there was definitely civilization before that, which was completely swept out. And when Allah the Almighty told His angels that I'm gonna, I'm gonna send a vicegerent, a Khalifa, a leader, uh, to 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 Earth um they asked him is it going to be for bloodshed or for or, you know for, for him to cause disorder in the world again and allah said to them no um i know i know of things that you do that you, that you, that you don't that know, you know not, yeah. so then allah the almighty uh, and we believe that even at that time there must have been some sort of man here and there earth is not just london mm. earth is huge you can't you know it takes more than 24 hours to just mm. do one circle of of, of the earth in a plane, which is the fastest almost, um, you know... Uh, mode of transport mode to do transport for, for humans available right now. So, long story short, Adam wasn't the first man. He was just sent by Allah the Almighty as a leader for those remaining people that were on earth at that time. And him, he just came to guide them. He just came as a khalifa, as a leader, as a guide, so that those people who were around him can can be led to uh you know but but would you say that
2: was the, w- would you class that as an evolutionary process where he had the capacity to understand yeah
3: i think this is this is yeah. what what we understand yeah. look before we b- there were people before him yes however when you think about Religion and the the capacity, the capability to receive revelation, yes. to 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 communicate with your creator. We're talking about the one who created everything. Yeah. So you have to have some sort of mental capacity. You have to have some sort of spiritual capability to receive that revelation, even though it's just very basic. I mean, we're talking. We're not talking about a, an extensive law, no. an extensive book that was given to him, extensive teachings. No, it was very simple. I mean, two three points, right? So, But still, the fact that you have to communicate with the maker, with the creator, with mm. the fashioner, with the one who controls every single thing, according to us, in, in the universe, man before him was not they developed. They didn't have the capacity. They didn't have the capa- or the understanding yes. even. Yeah. And then look at that. And then it's a gradual process. When we are ready, when we accept that everything in nature, in science, in the world has a gradual process it didn't it didn't just bang it's yeah. right there no look at cars hmm. look at technology look at everything it started off with a very primitive yeah, like kind
0: of a, a, a most recent example would be the holy prophet sal-is-salam. if you look at the time of arabia <coughs> they they weren't just you know up to date men or women they were going through a lot of uh a period um, of ignorance I- exactly or yeah. they had you know habits and um, the
2: customs and the traditions customs were, exactly
0: were were, were not no. so then the holy prophet came and uh, Gradually, he 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 had the ball rolling and yeah. had people changed, and uh, he had people who were completely ignorant. And, you know, killing, fighting wars of forty years for without you know major reasons. Yeah, yeah. You know, over a purpose, camel. Yeah. Over a camel, there was a battle of you know forty years, which lasted and killed children and children and progenies of those two families. Or you know, so the, what what I was trying to say is that it doesn't happen, shebang. It you know. It does, does, doesn't happen in one day. Well, it takes... It, 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 takes, it takes time. It's a gradual it's, process, It's a gradual
2: process. But what's irrational and what people believe, that monkey turned into man. How many times have you seen this image in a book where it's the monkey, the yeah. gorilla, and then slowly, slowly, they look, they call that evolution. Yeah. And they always, the, the mind says, well, I'm old enough to remember going, <laughs> going back that when you go to the zoo, the monkey is still the monkey. Why hasn't he turned into man by now? <laughs> what the hell's going on? This is just not right. It's like what I've been taught at school has been wrong all this time. <laughs> yes. But again, it's, it's it sounds funny though, but this is the thing. It sounds, um, you know, it's, it's, it sounds like a joke when somebody says to you, well, this monkey's going to turn into a man eventually. Well, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. My lifetime, and I can't remember anybody in my forefathers ever telling me, "Oh, guess what? I saw a monkey turn into a man." It ain't happening.
0: Or your one of your forefathers was a monkey. Was
2: was my monkey? You know what I mean? <laughs> I was mean, like, if it was, it was. If if you were asking my parents, they would ask me. They would say like, "Yeah, yeah, the you, are, yeah, <laughs> yeah," but that's a different.
0: <laughs> But that's a different no doubt, no that's doubt. A di- that's a different <laughs> program. <laughs> Shout out to Cleveland's parents, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but you know You
0: basically but, answered your own question. I, but this is what
2: I'm saying, you know, it's it's funny. You can you ca- you can you cannot take what they're saying seriously because it just doesn't make sense. Make sense. It doesn't. Whereas what we're saying is rational, makes sense. And if you don't believe it makes sense, give me a call. 0208-687-7878. Tell me why I'm wrong to think that monkey ain't turned into a man. Tell me why Brother Raza is wrong when he says science and religion are intertwined. You cannot separate them. Mm. Tell me why Brother Faiz is wrong when he talks about how this process takes time. Evolution is not overnight. Mm. Ev- evolution happens um, over a period of decades if not centuries. Yeah. I'd love to hear from you. I would love for you to tell me why all three of us are wrong. But let's move in, let's move on to 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 you know to rationality. One of the one of the one of the the one of the persons everyone called out to. Um After the pandemic, after everybody went through this catastrophe, of course, we talked about how people called out to God Almighty. But people, in addition to calling out to God Almighty for assistance, people were looking for the person to come and change their world because all the fates are waiting for Hmm. this one person who's going to come and save them. Hmm. The Savior. The Savior, the Messiah. Rationalize that for me, because at the moment, Going back to what we were just discussing, how it's irrational, the thought process of monkey turning into a man Mm-hmm-hmm. and not having uh, beings before Prophet Adam. Suddenly, we are expecting this man who was just picked up and we're expecting the sky to open up. Donkey, doves, angels, <clears throat> so many different versions um, of of uh, this, this incident that's going to happen. And he's going to come. And you know what? Let's even believe that. But Mm. what I can't believe that this person who's going to come is going to be so violent he's going to destroy and kill. Mm. And the reason that doesn't make sense to me is because if he's going to be representative of a religion of God but the religion of God is based on peace why would uh,
3: why would a representative of God come to create violence? Exactly. So rationalize that for me I would even go one step further. In 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 what I mean by that is, we're talking about someone coming down. Yes. Proof to me someone went up.
2: Exactly. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, yeah, this, this fantastic. Is, we can have this Brilliant conversation. Beginning.
3: We can have this discussion once we 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 go back to the beginning. Yes. So from our point of view, neither Jesus, neither Elijah, neither any other prophet, neither any other human being, neither any other object in this world, mm. apart from birds and planes maybe, have physically risen yep. to the skies and, and not come down. Even birds and planes, yeah. they, they don't just float in in, in the air. On, even um, SpaceX. Even SpaceX, <laughs> when they make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, don't just float uh, in, uh, in, in the universe or out there infinitely. That That is where the problem starts. So when you have the option of something went up, of course, you're going to have to talk about the option of that something or someone oh, coming, coming down, down again, again, right? We go back to that point. Now, when it comes to Muslims, when it comes to Christians, well, we know we disagree with, with what they have to say. And this might be offensive to some. But again, this is our viewpoint. We're entitled to that. And we, we stick to that. Prophet Jesus was a prophet. Yep, He was a very noble, was a very respected prophet. He's been mentioned in the Holy Quran over and over again. But that is pretty much it. it. he was the Messiah, yes. That was an additional title, or not title, but uh, an assignment that that he had mm. for the children of Israel, for 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 the for Jewish, the Jewish tribes, people, for the yeah. Jewish people, for the tribes that were there in Jerusalem at that time. So the promised Messiah, the founder of the Muslim community, as a he has made this very very clear, and he is the one basically who changed the whole game. Yep, I, I've spoken to. Um, historians I've spoken to scholars on this very subject now they won't say this out loud they won't publish it they won't officially say it and when we tried to interview them I don't, I don't even know where it was I think it was a conference, a religious conference and we tried to interview them they said no we, we cannot give you an interview but the question what they said was is that Hazrat Mirza Gula uh, on whom be peace he changed the game forever you cannot have an Islamic conversation about this topic without the, the concept of the community. It's yep. simply not possible. Not mm. possible yeah. What he said was that just like every other man, Jesus, on whom be peace, died a natural death. Mm. But before that, you have to think about why are prophets sent? What, what, what is the reason why they're mm. sent? So every prophet has a mission, right? And God Almighty states in the Holy Quran that I and my prophets, we always prevail. I don't let my servant, because I have picked that servant. If I let that servant, or that prophet, that messenger die before they have completed the mission, it's not on them. They didn't fail. No, I failed. I failed. So and God the, can't fail. God can't fail. Because yep. so it you, wouldn't be God anymore. Exactly. So that prophet has to succeed in their mission. What was the mission of, of Prophet Jesus? It's mentioned in the in, in the in the New Testament. It's mentioned in the Holy Quran. It's mentioned you know, probably in other places as well. That he came not to bring something new. He came to fulfill. Yeah. Fulfill what? Fulfill that which preceded. And what preceded? The Mosaic Law. Mosaic, yes. yep. So he was the one who was going to complete. He was going to fulfill. He was going to be under that Mosaic Law. He was a Jew. Hmm. Now when he came um and the, I'm summarizing this in, in, in the shortest way possible because mm. of time he came for the lost tribes of the house of Israel yep. how many tribes did that house of Israel have? a I think total two, of 12 I think. 12 yep. how many tribes were there in Jerusalem at that two. time? 2 yep. so you telling me that a prophet who comes who goes through all this hardship who goes through all this pain and, and suffering and, and, and what not to fulfill what's 2 out of 10, what sure. percentage, I don't know, like, but you, you guys do, you do the, math. the math. Yeah, yeah. I, I, 15%. I'm 15%. So 15% of his mission was complete. Who on earth is going to label that as a success? No one. You, you're you yeah. in the it's corporate irrational. business, you say, I, yeah. I made 15%. Yeah. That's that's what profit. I'm pro- Profit, I'm, I'm proud of it. No. Nobody's proud of that. Yeah. And, and especially profits and prophets who come in the name of God Almighty, who are sent by God Almighty. You fulfill 15%
2: of a mission, that's a complete failure. Especially if you think of it, a prophet comes to reform society. Mm. Exactly. To improve. Yes. So 15% of improvement from a societal point of view is failure. Yes. And the prophet can't I fail. Mean, he, he
3: stirred things up. And that's was, right. Don't get me wrong. He yeah. stirred things up in, in that area, in, 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 the, in, in Palestine at that time. Um, but that's not what prophets do they don't just stir up things and just leave Yep. so he again very very um, short and summarized he then moved after the crucifixion so we believe that he was crucified yep and here's where things go different from rationalize a, the, this, this small uh, from a from yeah. a Muslim point of view yeah The onus is not on me to rationalize.
2: No, no, no. But the understanding of it, of the way the promised Messiah has described
3: it in Jesus and India. So
2: tell me. You cannot but say, that makes sense.
3: (laughs) So this is something that I've heard when I came to this country, when I had a conversation with one of the so-called clerics and so-called scholars, Mm -hmm. which was, I mean, it was embarrassing. Anyways, um, he said to me, and I, I, I kid you not, know, I still remember that moment when I heard it for the first time and I thought to myself, should I put my head through the wall or should I just jump out the window? He said to me, quoting the same verse, A God mm. Almighty always prevails, he always wins, his prophets always wins. He said to me that at the time of the crucifixion, this is the Muslim point of view, majority Muslim uh, mm. believe that. At the time of the crucifixion, Jesus was not even put on the cross. He wasn't. He even, was replaced. He w- his face was put on someone else. Mm-hmm. That person was put on the cross, and Jesus just went up to the heavens, yeah. and that's where he's sitting at the right hand side of God, or wherever that is. And I thought to myself, how am I? How do you explain this to someone here in the UK who has gone through physics, who has gone through chemistry, who has have who has a certain level laws of science, laws of like forget about law. Basic understanding Mm. of how life works. Yeah, how are you going to explain that to someone? Mm. Impossible. That's one. Our Christian friends—they have a different view. You know Mm. that he died on the cross. That's right, and he he resurrected. He was resurrected, and then he went up to the sky. So again, but let's
2: pick up the, the the two common parts that they think. One thing, um, the, one the school of thought is that he's up there yeah. sitting next to God and one thinks he died and then he's raised. raised the, again. Un, the,
3: the problem comes when you take the word of God, which Meta- says about itself that mm-hmm. certain verses you need to interpret. Yep. Certain verses are very quite crystal clear. Mm. Yep but when you come to certain verses that you need to interpret, uh, to do interpretation of when you take them literal and then you distort the word the translation, the meaning of it I mean the simple word that is under discussion for the Muslims at least is rafa, rafa which yeah. means to raise yep. physical raising hmm. spiritual raising raising in ranks what is it? But, but I want to I agree with you from a religious
2: point of view 100% from a rational point of view
3: when i say rational i'm talking let's 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 just just for the I was understanding there. what the Promised society in his book yeah. jesus in india said and and the one thing that i understood and i think what at this point i will only mention that for the listeners look at the timeline hmm. just look at the timeline look at the events that unfolded that led up to the crucifixion people today even are crucified. Yes, Indonesian. And other yes, i right. They yeah. do that today. It's
2: a 24 to 40 hour process,
3: and it's no, not longer. Does anybody die on the cross? No. How long was Jesus on the cross? He was only on for like three to four hours. A couple of hours. Yeah. So if you read and the because, because it was at the end of Sabbath, Pilate washing his hand, his yeah. wife having a dream, dream him being exactly. being convicted, there are there are connections leading to the cross, hanging on the cross, the Sabbath the next day. It was like what? Couple five six hours maybe.
2: But Back my question rose. arises of hours, before. Yeah. My my question arises even before. the the Jesus uh, crucifixion scenario Mm -hmm. if you believe God has just picked somebody up that means God must have changed the laws the laws of his own creation yeah and he doesn't do that and if he had to change him that means he's made a mistake Hmm. because change only happens if you've made an error
3: no no okay that's one option but you can also say that God is all powerful he can do whatever he wants right yeah, but then he himself has said he won't change. That's the problem. That's where it is. So God says in the Holy Quran that I have a sunnah, a a, a practice, practice in place, yeah, And you will not find me deviating from that practice. Yes. So if I have a rule for one, that rule will apply to everyone. To else. everyone. Yep. Normal people, we experience pain, we experience persecution, we experience opposition just the same way as prophets do. And mm. they are the most beloved. And actually, it's, it's the other way around. They get persecuted more than we do. Yeah. Mm. Because, again, they're tested by God Almighty. They are at a at a different level. Yeah. But God didn't send uh, angels for a certain nation. Then he sent prophets for a certain nation. Then he sent another creation for the for for other people. No, he said, you're all the same. You're all going to get the same treatment. Everything is going to be the same for every single person. Mm. You name me one exception apart from that. You name me. Forget about people. As I said, an object that flew up and didn't come down. A bird that flew up and didn't mm. come down. A bird which is naturally... Uh, inc- it has the ability to fly. So my question is, if th- because of their
2: un- misunderstanding, I'm not saying deliberate, but th- the fact is that their blind understanding of this this notion that just going up, they're
3: disbelieving God. They're not believing in where, God. Where where did he go? But this is where the point. Where is God? Two thousand years. Yeah. Where is God? Yes. B- b- like, b- believing in that that he went up to meaning Allah raised him up to himself up to himself accepted yep. he raised him up to him yep. where is God exactly you, when you say he's up in the heavens then okay. you're limiting God to a to a uh, physical form you're limiting God to a form that he's in one place if he's in one place he cannot fa, be in fa, 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 another
0: place wherever you Allahu turn Noor, that God you'll, is you'll find the face of, face of God In in, in his creation, creation. God is the heavens, is the light of the heavens and the earth.
2: I can understand Christians believing because they believe in Jesus. What I don't understand, to me it's irrational, that how can a Muslim think that God will pick up a prophet and bring back a prophet who hasn't who knows nothing about Islam. In fact, he came 600 years before Islam. And, and, for, and you mean that doesn't make sense? mentioned
3: in the book of the Muslims, he was Rasulun ila bani Israel, a prophet, prophet for, a messenger to the bani, to the children of Israel. Yeah. One thing. Second thing. When I went to, I, so as I said, I, I, went to, I went to Medina and the grave of the prophet is probably the, 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 the one place in Medina that people just flock to. Yep. Of course. These are the same people the same people, the same so called Muslims mm. that worship that grave, mm. that know that their most beloved prophet is in that grave, but at the same time they believe that, that another prophet is going to come. Is gone up. Yeah. Another prophet is with God Almighty yeah. in the heavens. Mm. He has raised him to himself. So if you love that prophet so much, shouldn't you accept? Or shouldn't you believe that he was the one who went to God? But this is my point. So in practice, they are giving Prophet Jesus a higher status than the Holy Prophet. Of course. They buried their own prophet in the dirt. Yes. Well, God forbid, but in in, in the earth. Yeah. In dust. He is there in the grave, while another prophet who was not even for you, for your nation, he's somewhere up in heaven. and, And alive. And he's going to come back. And yet he's going to come back and revive a religion or a school of thought, which came 600 years after him and which was not for you which was not universal which was not for all of mankind which would which is not the holy quran if any of this makes sense to you or if you think you're
2: angered by some of the things we're talking about don't be angry because we're just looking to rationalize things but give me a call oh two oh eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight tell me where we are wrong tell me where we are not making sense if you believe in science and you suddenly think, well, oh, you've always thought that religion has got nothing to do with science and we're saying, well, don't they're intertwined. Islam is a religion which is progressive and embraces progression. It's intertwined with science. Give me a call, O two O eight, six eight, seven, seven eight seven eight. So moving forward, we're coming up to the last fifteen minutes or so. Everyone is waiting. Yeah but the truth is and it's a harsh truth but people need to hear it he ain't coming no nope. because he's already here exactly he isn't and you know it, people people are afraid to say it but they shouldn't be afraid to say it that the, the Messiah in the form that you have been waiting for and the one you have been waiting for in the way that we have described your thought process he's mm-hmm. not going to come like that
3: no we accept that and we say it over and over again. History repeats itself. Yes. And we're ready to believe that. Yeah. But when it comes to the history of, of faith and religion, we have different standards. Mm. We expect shebang, we expect fireworks, we expect fairy, who tales. fairy tales, who ha's and, yeah. and 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 the face of the earth cleaned from all evil yep. overnight. That's right. Why? It's not possible. It's irrational. Has it happened with Jesus? No. Has, Has it happened, happened with, with any prophet? Moses, yeah. With Noah? with with uh, you know Jonah, Joseph, Jacob, any and all prophet, prophets, you name it. Thousands one, of prophets. Were they able, forget about overnight, in their lifetime, were they able to convert and to change the entire world in their lifetime? No, they didn't. Not but even when it comes to the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah, which we believed him to be the perfect man that ever walked, even in his lifetime you had people who disbelieved in him. But this goes back to the point Brother Faiz made. This doesn't happen overnight. No. It doesn't. All of these things happen over decades, if not centuries. So when God says be and it is, it it just doesn't is. Yeah. It it starts the process. And when it says be and it is, at one point it does become. But when that point comes, we don't know. It takes time. So again, that... That framework that God has put in place, when he says be and it is, it's like you sowing a seed and one day it will turn into a plant, it will turn into a tree, but it will take time. Mm. It will get there, but it will take time.
0: You know, another thing that people forget is that even prophets are just human beings. Simple. They're not, Simple. They're not supernatural human beings. Yeah. Um, once I asked his holiness, Mr. Musroor that, you know, when will the time come that Islam will flourish all over the world? And he said, you know, if you look at the, if you study the life of the Holy Prophet you'll see that the Holy Prophet used to cry to God that, Oh Allah, why don't people listen to me? Why are they disbelieving in me? Am I doing something wrong? He used to he used to put it on himself and he would cry, you know, during the nights and he would plead to Allah that do something, do something and help me. And one night the verse, Fazakir uh, um, was revealed to the Holy Prophet that your job it's just to to, 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 to pass the message, message. to Baligh. bring the... It's not upon you. It's not your job to be upset or... It's it's between me and them. Your job is just to pass that message on to them because and make sure... Hence why he is the messenger and God exactly. is Exactly. So sometimes what, what, what we do is we forget Prophet Moses, Jesus, Noah, whoever... Any of the prophets, they were just simple human beings. They were, they had no supernatural powers. They had no. Yes, th- there was a distinction uh, among the, the the layman, the normal man, and a prophet. And that's why, it, that's the main reason why he was a. They prophet. were the best, which is why they were exactly, chosen. exactly yeah. they were chosen. But that doesn't mean that they had any other avenger powers uh, you know given to them by god almighty that made them special it was just that those were the people who allah thought that would be the closest people and the the highest people in taqwa in righteousness hence why he chose them to bring that because like if if you're starting a company your secretary or your second in command you're going to choose the best Best person person. who's going to take your instructions and Bring it to the to the company to the employees and do a really good job in making sure that they go dot to dot with everything that you want and that. So you 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 as they a follow human the be- instructions exactly. You yeah. as a human being, that would be your natural inclination towards how to uh, get your company running. Yep. So when when it comes to God, is the same thing. God chooses the best person who he. Um, feels would do an excellent or exceptional job at bringing his message on, and then what you do as a as a as a company or the boss of the company or a CEO is that you provide uh, all the possible need or help or support to that particular person or to your right hand man so that he can do his job, and that's exactly what what God what God did in in the matter of Jesus. In fact, if something went wrong, then you as the boss of the company would defend your right hand man because. You have chosen him. You have put him into that place. If he is in trouble, he's in trouble because you chose him, right? Mm. So in the same way, I think it's very unfair to say that God Almighty raised Jesus to the heavens because that sort of proves that there was something that went wrong and God made a mistake hence why he had to break his his mm. his, his rule of uh, his own rules and regulations his own his own um what is it called traditions or his own ways to
3: to protect Jesus which is completely wrong and, and, and it doesn't and, and, make and, and, any sense but that, and,
2: ma-
0: that but that makes
2: it like he's not god anymore But exactly. one,
3: one one more thing that we forgot to add on here is that Apart from that, isn't that a bit unfair? Exactly, it's, <laughs> it's very yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit unjust, uh, yeah. and
0: especially to the Muslims, like you mentioned before. I think it's a it's a great injustice. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great a, injustice, but that's the point that you, you 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 say that the Holy Prophet, the most noble Prophet, the Rahmatul the, the 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 mercy for mankind. mankind, the reason why God created this earth, the man because of whom we are here today. Yeah. Is is, is is laying in the dust, is in his grave, and then you take Jesus and you give him that. Well, it's not a status because it's not true, but in other ways, you're... your well, a status you're in you're their above, mindsets. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. ranking the uh, Prophet Jesus and there's no discrimination against, I'm a believer of Prophet Jesus, mm-hmm. I love Prophet Jesus, just the way the Christians mm-hmm. or Jews do or any other Muslims do, but... Oh,
3: Jews don't.
0: You Jews don't, sorry, but <laughs> the fact is that you have to they make sure... <laughs> I don't think we should be laughing about that, <laughs> but the point is: no, we shouldn't.
2: God can't be unjust
0: because exactly. if he was unjust, exactly. he wouldn't be God. It's yeah. it's our injustice. Yeah, it's our injustice. Yeah. It's our lack of understanding, yeah. and I think it's 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 it's. Sorry, just to finish off, I think it's very unfair.
3: Yeah,
0: it's because because we are, um, you know, because we don't have the knowledge to understand what has actually happened, or it's lack of knowledge, or um, a lack of understanding about the whole matter that we're, we're putting God in a position where we can easily say that God has made a mistake. I think that's, that's a great injustice towards God. And oh, well, as, a believer, as a believer of the Islamic faith, and, and, and to all the Muslims who are listening, the fact that Islam is such a beautiful religion, and you know you you wanted us to bring out the day-to-day islamic yeah. values and you wanted me to talk about the fact that islam is the only religion that the moment you wake up yes I, and i think just before i go to this point i want to i want to say that i think among the general muslims there's also this misunderstanding that you can only attain nearness to god almighty through namaz to, through no. salat through no. prayers yeah. whereas the Hazrat the, at the current Caliph of the mm. Muslim, just a few weeks ago in a Friday sermon, he mentioned that Islam is the only religion which teaches you a prayer the moment you wake up, mm. which teaches you a prayer the moment you start eating your food, which teaches you a prayer when you finish your food, when you sit in the car and you go on a journey, when when you when you when you when you, when you sit down in a radio station and you start you know presenting a program. There's prayers for every single thing. Right, And those prayers are not just because of the fact that oh, if you read those prayers or recite those prayers, you will do a better job. No, it's because you will establish a living relationship yeah. with Allah the Almighty. Because for yeah. God, if me and you are buddies and you do things in accordance to what I do, mm. and you do that in, 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 in your love that you have for me, mm. is it's just making our relationship, our bond stronger. So those prayers are in, in place so that we can remember and we can you know uh, thank god almighty for those moments that we're living and to be able to live those moments and then to remember allah the almighty living those moments just makes your connection and your love your connection your love and your um, you know your living relationship with allah the almighty stronger and that's what the reason why we are here today because allah want he sent us down we were born and we are here to remember Um, Allah the Almighty through everything that we go through and again I know you're trying to avoid the situation of Palestine but it always takes us back to the situation of Palestine because there are people innocent people there who are struggling dying suffering going through pain but again they have that 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 love for Allah yeah, the Almighty, they, they have that doing, living communication but this with is Allah. What I'm saying. So they, whatever they're going through, they're leaving it to Allah. Yes. All the suffering that they have is they're taking that as a as a will of Allah, as a happiness of Allah, and they're accepting it. I think that's a huge lesson for everyone. Uh, it's, it's not easy. Service. It's very easy to g- grab a kefir, It's very easy yes. to grab a Palestinian flag and go to central London That's and right. make noise and throw, you know, uh, smoke grenades and do whatever you want to do, right? But it's very tough to be laying on your deathbed and just breathing your maybe taking your losing your, last your limbs
2: breath. and when somebody asks you seeing your life you say all praise belongs to Allah because nobody
3: else helped them they realize exactly. nobody else was on our side but they're not exactly. looking for anyone's help no, this is what
0: that
2: lady said we don't no. need your help we it's, don't need your recording it's
0: very important it's very important um, that you spend your day in the memory of Allah whether that whether you're there's, there's, there's prayers for starting an, a physical exercise mm. if you're going for a walk there's a prayer for that the, and there's a reason why the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he's made, he's, look, if, if I tell you that you have to achieve something and to be able to achieve something, I'll give you a master plan mm. and, and, and you don't follow it, let alone knowing uh, you complete, you, you decide to ignore the master plan. How are you going to ever achieve what, what, what I'm trying to get you to achieve? It's impossible. It's impossible. So the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has laid out Islam for us and he's made it so simple and so easy. And I mean, we could go, we could, I think we should do a whole show on like daily prayers. The daily prayers that the Holy Prophet ﷺ has taught us, just so that our viewers can also benefit from them. Because it's very important that we know that attaining nearness to Allah the Almighty is not through the Hajjat. It's not, I mean, those are the things that give you an extra bonus. But there is day-to-day activity. There's day-to-day activity that everyone's involved in, you that mean, everybody mean does. Persistent, and you need to mantra. remember Allah the Almighty in those as in as, those uh, in those <clears throat> times.
2: his holiness as the Muslim Muslim also said amelah strengthened his hand that it's not enough to just do the basic covenants exactly rights of God almighty, yes, but he will he you cannot understand and fully practice rights of God Almighty if you don't <laughs> provide the rights of mankind, yeah
0: they exactly. are intertwined exactly you cannot do and one and then think you that that you know, it's all okay. And he's been an advocate for for the Palestinian people. Yes. Every week, every week, and I think we've discussed this the other day, every week his message gets stronger and stronger. It started off with all Ahmadis should uh, at least, uh, you know, pray for the Palestinian people once a day. One 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 prostration, one whole prostration, dedicated. What I'm trying to say is that it started with one, pray for them at least once a day. Then it started, uh, then Hazur said, at least one sajda, one one prostration for them. And now... It's 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 gotten to a point where Hazur is openly speaking about the injustice of the West, yeah. and Hazur is openly and he's not saying, afraid to talk not about it. He's afraid to even talk the politicians about it here. And, and the
3: baby f- went to see him. And he's exactly. Saying, well, you don't. You yeah. Don't no. Have the what have that's you that's done?
0: Right. Yeah. What have yeah. you done? What are you, what are you doing? What's your party doing? So I mean, the fact of the matter is that the remembrance of Allah. Uh, and we write that we, you know every we, we get the mosque. best calligrapher yes. in the country to come and write that in every mosque yeah. you know especially in the dome part but if you don't but live if it if you don't live it if you don't understand what it means then there is no point even like doing anything and
2: yeah I, I i want to finish you of there the, the brother because or simply because of time but i want to go to brother raza just for 2 minutes the messiah has come we have um that is the belief of the Abdi Muslim community. We know the Messiah has come in his true form. The Caliph, Hazrat Mirza Ahmed, is the fifth successor to the promised Messiah. Brother Azad I know it's unfair. One minute, a minute and a half. Just just a message to the yeah. world that, that the Messiah has come. So
3: first of all, I wanna say that uh, as of this morning, we are also airing in Birmingham now. So uh, everyone listening out there Good in Birmingham, morning, thank you Good morning and peace be on you, Birmingham. Birmingham. For listening in and hope and pray that you like what we have to say here on The Voice of Islam. And if you want to give us any feedback, do do let us know. The Messiah that was promised by God Almighty has already arrived. We believe in him to be uh, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed uh, of Yan, on whom be peace. But if you expect someone to come down from the skies to start doing all these things that you have in your heads, then that, unfortunately or fortunately, will not happen. If uh, the purpose of God's creation is to live in harmony with each other, if the purpose of God's prophets is to bring unity and to unite mankind, and especially the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, to uh, unite mankind under one banner, then that is not going to happen with the concept that you have in your mind, who is going to come down, have bloodshed, kill people, do this, do that that is not going to happen i am afraid what will happen is that he will come and remind us of our actual duties something that imam faz just mentioned of living in cohesion with each other remembering god almighty but also remembering god's creation because if you love god then you cannot hate his creation with that um, i think just just one last thing
0: is that be just 10 seconds just Peter. just be just and do do yourself a favor Open the Holy Quran, read for yourself and, and and just just you know don't don't be unjust to yourself. Just 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 read. If you need any information, you can always reach out to us and we'll be there to answer your questions. But don't be just don't live an ignorant life. Awesome.
2: With that, brother thank you to Brother Raza. thank you to Brother Fais, thank you to you for listening. Please remember us in your prayers. Please forgive any shortcomings. Until next time. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all.